Hello and thanks for coming back for episode 6 of the Gravity Digital Marketing Agency Power Up Podcast. I'm your host Bob Gentle and every week I'm joined by small digital agency owners and solo practitioners just like you. I'm going to skip any long introductions this week because I have a longer than normal show for you and I make no apology. This week I'm joined by Kelly Bader from kellybader.com. Kelly's one of the most experienced digital marketers you will ever meet and she shares so openly and extensively in this episode that really I could have spread it out over two episodes but in the end I decided what Kelly shares flows so well that I didn't want to break it up. So welcome, Kelly. Thank you very much for making the time to join me. Um, would you like to tell us a little bit about your business and your world, I suppose? Well, thank you so much, Bob. I'm glad to be here to hopefully uh, add some value for your listeners. I'm Kelly Bader. Uh, I am uh, originally from Taiwan, and at the moment I live in Switzerland. Uh, it's because my husband's Swiss. And uh, we are a very international family over uh, 18 years of relocation journey. So over three continents plus Jamaica. And uh, one of my superpowers is to is packing. So if you're <laughs> out there, you know how to pack the boxes between 10 to 400. You can go ahead, ask me. I will tell you how. Oh, and yeah. <laughs> um, well, my business side, I started my virtual uh, consulting business since 2008. Uh, that's when I officially set up a company when we still live in USA. And you guys know that, you know, uh, a commercial ads, a beautiful lady wear a bikini and then she has her laptop and on the beach chair. Okay. I don't know, Bob, you ever see that kind of a uh, picture. Yeah, all the time. Yeah, all the time, right? <laughs> and and they said that's location, independent business. It sounds so glamour. I'm sorry. I have to poke your bubble today um first of all i never wear beginning on beach well that's a personal reason because i don't think i am fit to that <laughs> second of all that guys there's no wi-fi on the beach right so they you cannot work there number three the laptop i don't like the sand go to my laptop okay so that just doesn't work for me at all. Um, I started my virtual business not because I was very smart, because the, my husband's career uh, moved us around. And so as a formal corporate executive myself, I just cannot just stay home uh, with my kids. I just have to do something. And that's where before the Google appear and before uh, nowadays, uh, we have all different kind of tools. You can just basically set up a web website in one day or, or not less, uh, I was coding <laughs> HTML code. I know Bob will laugh at me because he is an expert in that field. So uh, I won't say more. And uh, um, uh, my business is uh, uh, I'm a business coach and consult consultant. 
uh, I have a nickname from my uh, coaching clients. They call me Buck Kicker Coach. Uh, so you know what I mean, and I also it's uh, uh, certified by ICF, that's the International Coach Federation. Also, the first batch of uh, John C. Maxwell, which is a leadership expert in the world, a team, uh, and um, so I do have my membership base uh, clients. I have a, a mastermind and also have a VIP one on one. And if you are organization looking for leadership uh, training, I also do some of those. And one of the interesting things about your coaching business is what you bring to it. You're sort of looking through your CV, so to speak. You're a very, very experienced marketer. You've been in marketing your whole career. Um, so you really bring a lot to that to bear in your coaching work, um, it seems. How much does that color your coaching work? Oh, I, I'm so grateful, Bob, you bring that up. I think that's where sometimes my uh, audience, they call me a unicorn. <laughs> you, you know, a lot of uh, coaches or consultants, they got certified, right? And after they got their certification, now the next question is, how do I get business? And that's where that I am fortunate and I'm very blessed, uh, different uh, than the most of the consultant coaches out there because of my background of sales marketing in the corporate world. And it sounds kind of fancy, but let me just tell you guys, uh, my real sales background is when I was trying to pay my own university tuition and, uh, you know, the, I wasn't born as uh, with a silver or even brown spoon, I would say, <laughs> uh, that uh, I, I was abandoned by my father. So long story, there's a book if you guys are interested. But uh, so I tried to pay my university tuition. So what happened is nobody were willing to hire a young girl uh, only for summer or winter vacation. So only job I could find is a sales commission-based, that kind of job. Yeah. So I saw uh, a lot of things you can imagine. Uh, I saw cassette tape. Okay, that kind of reveal my age right there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> cassette tapes, uh, a CD later on, and uh, I saw a vacuum cleaners, um, uh the physical newspaper uh, subscriptions. So I went very, to- Very, very competitive things. Exactly. And I went to door to doors and I also saw in the exhibition hall, all kinds of stuff. And now I thought back, that kind of thing, it's, it was very, very tough then, right? Uh, I got all different kind of reaction that people either welcome me into their home or they get a bucket of the water, you know, pour me out or they got their dog sent out to buy me. Oh, <laughs> so you have all different kind of things. But what I learned is uh, a no just means not now. Um, I don't take no as a no. And also help me to really understand the human psychology side of things. And plus later on, obviously, the professional coaching training, that helped me to 
I don't want to say easily, but for lack of a term, a easier way to build my own business, but also bring results to my clients' business. Throughout your career, you've put a, an emphasis on education and training. It's, it's obvious just looking through your LinkedIn profile. How important has that been to where you find yourself now? Well, I would say, you know, Bob, as you know, that uh, education comes with different formats, right? Uh, you know, you can be, say, go to school, uh, the traditional routes of uh, university, and but also later on, the, you know, uh, pursuing other, let's say for me, as marketing, digital marketing is important for me. So I will seek out the experts in that areas and to investing. Um, but I guess in the end of the day, you ask me how important that it is. It's hugely important. But even more important to that is we got to take action after we get learned. We, we learn those things or we got certified, right? Uh, because if we don't apply what we learn, then those knowledge, you just stay there with you. I never got applied to help people. And also when we don't apply, ourselves don't grow to the next level. Does this make sense? Yes, that makes, makes really good sense. Another thing that has intrigued me with you is you could have gone two different directions with your career. You've chosen the leadership, coaching, sort of marketing strategist route um, where lots of people would probably have gone down the, the route of putting your skills to work with um, a, a, as a marketing consultant. What is it that really led you to choosing the leadership and strategy route rather than building a small agency or something like that? Okay, so I think I still have both sides of the things, but as uh, before we hit record, I kind of have a chat with Bob, right? Uh, personal reason, I truly believe that uh, when we talk about leadership and because uh, myself went through the you know corporate careers, and then, uh, and now already entrepreneur for a couple of years. And for me, leadership starts from ourselves, right? If we cannot lead ourselves, then we cannot lead others. And the leadership, that phrase, also doesn't just apply uh, in business or at your career. If you are a parent, you are a leader, right? Uh, you, you need to lead your kids, right? Even you are not a parent, if you are, if you are a friend, subconsciously or consciously, you are leading one way or the other between you and your friend, right? If you are uh, any, in any capacity, uh, let's say, if you are even at work, you say you are not in the high position, right? But everybody, as the moment you show up, your presence automatically is presenting your leadership style. And so I think it's very fundamental of 
kind of self kind of integrity thing, the self-regulated thing. If we don't start it from leading ourselves correctly, and then so then we can lead others, then it's very difficult for for you out there. I'm sure the listener of this podcast, you guys all want to make a difference uh, in this world, right? Whatever that definition means to you. Uh, marketing consultant, uh, marketing coach, strategist, all those things, they are important because they help people to, what I see is I help my client to amplify their message. Therefore, they can make a much better impact to the severe influence that they, they desire. Leadership is always embedded as a part of the fundamental uh, thing for them. And so therefore, when John C. Maxwell, uh, when he first started uh, this certification program, they reached out to me and I I really uh, love about that because I know it doesn't matter what we do, leadership will always be that uh, fundamental ingredients for everything. I think that's really interesting that that you bring it back to leadership like that on a personal level. It's not necessarily about leading big teams, but actually just leading yourself sometimes can be extremely difficult. Mm -hmm. More so, actually. I, I know in my own practice, most of the time I'm on my own. And when it's on your own, when you're on your own is really when your leadership is tested, I think. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> I think in the, in the corporate world, right, uh, you know, we are told what to do, right, every day. And when you become an entrepreneur or when you lead your, uh, your agencies, especially, uh, y- you have to start it from yourself. And oftentimes that uh, from a very structured place environment to a non-structured, because now you have to start from scratch that actually it's quite a, a wild ride for self-leadership to develop. Yeah. I think that's really, really useful. And I hadn't expected us to go in that direction. Me either. <laughs> I, I, was, I was trying to map out a book the other day and sort of my, my focus would be on, okay, small, small solo digital marketing professional. What, what would you really need to really power up your business and I did think actually there's a large percentage of what needs to happen in that person's world it has to come from the inside it's not all about techniques and tools and tactics but it's about you and who you are um, and you really have confirmed to me that that needs to be included um, and certainly when I look at those businesses that do really really well and those businesses that struggle to really get off the ground it really is how those people have led themselves in those first few steps. Um, so yeah, that's that's a really good. Yeah, um, I'm glad. I think you know, just as you say, uh, we all know that entrepreneurship actually is an inner game, right? Mm. We are not lack of information about what to do, whatever certain thing you need to get there, right? Uh, 
So for business-wise, you know, you can learn pretty much everything or you can spend a bit money to hire professionals to help you to tackle, let's say, accounting or, you know, that kind of things. But in the end of the day, if you as the owner of your business, that you did not grow to that person, you say, I often told my clients, say, you say, oh, I want to make, what's your goal? Six figure this year. I say, good. So what is a six figure business owner looks like? Not about how, what the strategy can get there. That is the easy part. Yeah. The difficult part is you need to become that person first. So the byproduct of that it's all your revenue goals, all your clients, all your other thing that you thought that was a main goal will come. Yeah, that's very Yoda. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> um, one of the things that I, I notice about everything that you do online is you're very, very clear about who you are, who you serve. Um, and a lot of times people are very vague about who they are and who they serve. Has that really led to you, as you said, uh, achieving the right clients for you? Well, that did not come from today to tomorrow, right, Bob? I would love mm-hmm. to say that. I just know that from the beginning. Well, that would be a big lie. <laughs> um, I think, you know, when you we talk about the, this term of your avatar or your ideal client's profile, uh, it's a journey, right? You, you probably, especially if you just get started, Either you want to have your small agencies or you have your uh, small business or you just a solo entrepreneur, you know, this is a journey. So from the beginning, you only can, you, you, you try as you go. I, I'm sorry. I know a lot of people say differently, but again, I got to pop your bubble there. It's, yeah. yeah, it's, I'm not saying you cannot find a audience and you can get monetized on that. That's not what I'm saying. Um, it's what I mean is as your business grow, your audience also will grow with you, will get also get involved. And as you go, then you will get clearer and clearer that who you want to serve in the current season of your life. Right. So we can also check a little bit before we hit record with, with Bob, because Maybe from the beginning, you just want to serve uh, a, a mom that a young young mom that she just had young kids, young still had young children at home, and you want to help her to start her business, for example, which is a kind of great example here. Yeah. But then, after a while, let's say after a couple years down, then. Then you maybe figure, oh, now you have a more solid uh, revenue and income and audience base, everything. Then you decide to say, I gonna now help uh, the women professionals that they wanna transition from their executive corporate uh, from uh, as a corporate executive to the business. And some of them actually they are moms, right? You can change. Because mm-hmm. your audience, maybe that, that first first audience, the mom with young kids, you know, maybe she went back to corporate and maybe that time she want to exit out again. Or 
maybe that uh, it just grow as after a couple of years, her kids is much older. So now she can have more freedom do a higher level thing with you, right? So yeah. it, that's what I meant. It will get clear and clear as you go and will also change as you go because your own seasonal life change so as your audience. So um, does this make sense, Bob? Yeah, that makes very good sense. I spoke to a guy uh, called Joe Burnish Mm-hmm. And he has done some really interesting things with specialization and focusing on particular niches or niche, whatever, whichever is your preference. Yeah. And he does, he has a, a few that he focuses on, but his main one is websites and digital marketing for carpet cleaners. Mm-hmm. And it's worked incredibly well for him. And when I look at most digital marketing people, um, and by that, I mean sort of digital marketing consultants rather than the internet marketing type world, mm-hmm. they tend to focus on a particular technical niche. So I'm a search engine marketing person or I'm a content person or I'm a an AdWords person, but they tend not to focus on a really solid avatar. I'm trying to think where I'm going to go with this. Well, actually, if you don't mind, I can chime in on this. Please do. You see, for you guys all that you are listening to this, if you are one of these people Bob just mentioned that you identify yourself as a, a SEO specialist, right? Or you are a Google Analytics specialist, for example, right? Yeah. You know that the problem when, because I actually, I am your potential client. I mean, those people that if you are SEO expert or you are, Google Analytics or you are pay advertisement, whatever. Suppose I am your p- potential client. But the problem is I always uh, uh, concerned to reach out to you. You know why? Because you are too broad. Because mm-hmm. when you tell me you are SEO expert, my concern as a customer side of the thinking, now this is a pure goal for you guys. I'm thinking, well, but I wonder, does he ever done anything at SEO part for coach or consultant? Mm. Then if you just kind of the the, the uh, technical perspective uh, uh, kind of uh, uh, focus, in my mind, I right away link you to, oh, they're probably very good at for those that people sell physical product. But I don't think they are. They know what to do with me, with my niche. Yeah, you see. And I think that's where being really clear about your audience will allow you to resonate with that audience. Mm-hmm. But it's it's really it isn't something that's very common in the digital marketing space. Although we tell our customers you, you need to focus on a niche, we very rarely do it ourselves. Well, you gotta you gotta do what you preach. But I think looking at it from my perspective, it feels quite dangerous because by focusing on one particular niche in your head, you're automatically excluding everybody else. Yeah, I know. That's the formal comes, right? Yeah. But guess what? Yeah, this is like I'm day in day out talk to my clients about this, right? The the thing is you know, when you are, let's say, if you're SEO expert, and then you tell people, say, you are especially good for the coaches, 
for example. Yeah. First of all, coach is a huge, huge industry, right? There's so, I mean, there are so many coaches out there. That's one way to look at it. Mm. On the flip side, ask yourself, how much business exactly you can handle at one time? Yeah, that's absolutely true. Right? If you are a small agency or you are a solo entrepreneur, right? I mean, you can take what? I don't know. Per month, you can take 10. You will have a good living, I would guess. Yeah, very, very good. Five to 10. Okay. So in that case, in the whole year, if that's the average is five, in a whole year, you only need 60. And it's millions of coaches out there you actually will have endless business demand for you. Yeah, what's interesting is most of the digital marketing professionals that I've spoken to, their businesses are focused very much geographically. Joe and you are probably the two exceptions to that rule. Um, my own practice included in this, most of my work comes through referral and things like that. And because of mm -hmm. that, you need to not or you feel you need to not pigeon yourself too much in a, into a niche. At the moment, we're using as a, as a, okay, a industry, right? So let's say your clients is all in, in one geography, a Scotland, for example, where Bob you are, right? Yeah. So in Scotland, but then you can find that say, okay, you can say, I, instead of say, I do for everybody SEO, um, you know, a service, you might want to nail down a little bit, say, I I don't know, uh, I do uh, for service-based uh, business. Yeah. Right, so that is a one layer down. And if, if, if you want to go one more layer down, maybe say, I do for, if you are a country, you can say, I, can, I uh, totally uh, focus on for all the dentist yeah. SEO, right? I think there's still a way to do it uh, in order to have more focus, um, uh, stronger marketing communication as well. And ultimately that is bring you more revenue. I think the trick is probably to try and not do it overnight, but it's, it's that mm -hmm. kind of specialization as a journey. So looking at your own marketing, so you mentioned paid traffic, SEO. I'm imagining a lot of your work is actually referral as well, but how does your own marketing world typically work? Right. So for the high price of one-on-one -on -one or group coaching or mastermind, it's uh, uh, a lot of them is they know me mm. for long. Uh, so I even did not so far do any public launch while the Jeff yeah. Walker style launch out there. That, that just said that way. Uh, but from this point on that, um, I am planning to do because I want to um, serve in the large scale, more people. So actually I, this morning, as we speak, I just talked to a Facebook expert, yeah. uh, Facebook ad expert, and I am hiring her to do my Facebook ad uh, to prepare for the coming signature course launch. And I think, you know, referral marketing works and probably is one of the best one right yeah. because people trust you right and i think even among the referral marketing you have a 
smaller scale referral or larger scale referral, right? Uh, what I mean is uh, small scale that we all know that, you know, uh, word of mouth, right? You get one client, the client refer another client to you and stuff like that, right? Uh, but uh, that the dangers of that is a fees and famine, right? Sometimes you might have a lot of clients at one time and sometimes, whoops, there's a month or two, there's nobody, right? Uh, therefore, you do need to create your pipeline, right? Uh, when a pipeline is, can be, <clears throat> you obviously need to put yourself out there, uh, visibility, uh, that people know you are the expert of your field. So such as maybe Bob now doing that, he's, he's, this podcast is pure value, right? He's not asking anything. But when the time is right, let's say when they tell Bob if he want to uh, offer uh, whatever he want to offer, uh, then for the people, listeners, because you receive so much value from Bob, and then when he offers something, you'll say, yeah, I already kind of know him. And uh, so I know what he can do for me, so mm. I will sign up, right? And and that is another type of uh, referral. It's kind of, we know it. And then, then when after Bob has the first batch of clients for specific offers, he got them result. Now those clients can be a referral army for him, but then it's bigger scale than the one-on-one -on -one referral marketing that we all know of. Yeah. I like the idea of having an army. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's really helpful. Now, one thing I'd really like to understand about your business, I'm interested to know what your team looks like because obviously Kelly Bader is the, the sort of visible front end. Do you have a team that you work with? A very small one at the moment. Uh, I have, obviously, I have editor uh, editing my podcast. I also have a video. Uh, I just hire a video crew, and they they just finished the first project. It's my branding story. Right. Uh, they And then uh, in between that, we have, you know, all the different uh, uh, freelancers doing our different projects. They are not regulars, yeah. right? Uh, so... And I have a VA that uh, pretty much that, you know, a lot of, you know, admin stuff. And uh, I have a, a web guy that, you know, when my WordPress I have problem, I cannot solve. I will call that web guy yeah. to, to gain, have a look. And so, yeah, this is pretty much it. And uh, obviously I plan to, as the, the new launch comes uh, after launch, then I will see uh, because it will be a beta launch, and then we'll see how 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 is the growth do, uh, looking about. Uh, we we are uh, intend to to hire an integrator. Uh, I don't know if you're familiar with that term or not, Bob. Um, no, I'm trying to work out what that could be. Okay, integrator. Uh, I think that's a very good book. I get. I think personally, I think as everybody should read. <laughs> as you, if you are an entrepreneur, it's called Rocket Fuel. Right. Uh, so inside that book, uh, the author. Sorry, forgot his name. Uh, the authors talk about visionary and integrator, and um. because. Ah, because most of us as entrepreneurs, most of us, we are visionary. 
and the integrator is kind of the opposite of us. I need one of those. Yes, you see, <laughs> you see. Um, so, uh, for example, like uh, if you, I don't know, you familiar with Amy Porterfield? Yeah. Yeah, so she obviously her podcast is awesome. Her content is awesome. Actually, I'm I'm her student of a couple of courses, but she actually recently did the episode uh, about she actually interviewed her own integrator on the podcast, and they kind of explain it uh, how they work together. And so to cut it very short, as you can imagine, we visionary we are not short of ideas. Correct. Yeah. And uh, we are uh, have a we we are very good at solve high level or big problem, and by certain smaller task, uh, kind of when we kind of need to do it, but when we do it, we kind of grinding to do it. It's like this is dragging, but we need to get it done. Uh, that kind of stuff, and or that when you have a couple. Team members, let's say when we're working on a project, in my case, even small team, but still, instead of all these four or five people talk to me individually, if I will have an integrator, I can get that person handle it. And so that, the communication between me and integrator. Yeah. Is that somebody you're looking at hiring local to you or is the location not that important? Ideally, is local, but... I am in Switzerland, so I'm not so sure because um, here the uh, labor cost, uh, labor cost is one thing because I'm in Zurich, so that's one of the most expensive in the world. But expense is okay if people qualify. The thing is because here, when it comes to the online marketing thing, are still way behind. Mm. Uh, I think the whole landscape of online marketing, USA is still leading. And... Uh, uh, UK is about, I don't know, maybe I will get a hate mail after this, but <laughs> three to five years behind, at least, uh, online marketing. Oh, yeah, I would agree. UK. Okay, I'm glad. Okay. And then the rest of Europe is another three to five years behind, right? Uh, so, yeah, that's why I'm not so sure I will be able to find somebody locally. I, I probably have to find somebody virtually. Yeah. Another question I wanted to ask was about coaching specifically. A few reasons why I think this is potentially important, but lots of digital marketing people, and I'm talking again, people who are on the service end of digital marketing, uh, so the, the technicians, so to speak, the consultants, they tend to be billing on an hourly basis. They're effectively trading time for money and building in an element of coaching in all of these businesses is potentially possible. Mm -hmm. a, it would add an additional revenue stream. It would also build their authority. But the danger is that they're doing something that they're hugely unqualified to do. Where do you think the right balance should be for offering an element of coaching for those clients who want to be more self-sufficient, but to do it with integrity? What's the, what, what should be the correct approach there? Okay, so let's take, for example, a web designer as an as a example, shall we? First of all, I think when it comes to now, it comes to a, a mindset issue, okay? Uh, one is you got to understand people don't like to buy stuff. Yeah. What people is buying is the success. Right. So have that in mind first. So when people come to hire a web designer, it's not by that website, so to speak. It's to buy 
what that website can bring for them. Yeah, absolutely. So then depends on um, your own expertise under the umbrella of a web design. Because I think under web design, some people are very good at design element, make it cool uh, looking, you know, appearance wise, right? Some people, uh, they are very good at, I don't know, when you we talk about web design, does that uh, including copy in the web website, right? So if it's including copy, then yeah. somebody may be very good at the, the flow of the copy, right? I, I think so whatever you're good at it, you you I want you to go one step further to think what exactly that means to your clients. Let's say for example, if it's a good looking, that like you 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 are very good at making it cool and stuff. Basically, for that client, that means you will help them to position much better in the marketplace. You will help them to stand out. If you help them to stand out, therefore there will possibly yeah. they have they will make more money, right? They will have more credibility, that kind of stuff. So when you write your proposal in your own sales page, right? You don't write a modern clean design. Yeah. Right? That is just a feature. You are not talking about benefit. You are talking about what exactly that can bring to that client. And so as for if you're good at other stuff. Therefore, it will be totally full of integrity that if you use that element of what you are really good at and really dial down exactly what a benefit is, right? So if there's a prospect uh, come to you, have a, have a check, talk about potentially want to hire you to do web design, and then you can talk to that uh, prospect, say, well, this is what we can do. I will co- I also will not only whatever the package, the feature you give them, and then you ask that. We also have this uh, one hour or two section, whatever you want to give them. We're going to talk about how exactly I can help you to position to stand out in your industry. Yeah, that makes really good sense. Right. So then you are not like you are not a coach, you are not a consultant, but you do know very well how that one or two elements work very well. And therefore, there you are totally qualified to offer that consulting section. Uh, either you can charge as a bonus or or it, you, you can treat as a bonus or you can charge for something or to up the price of your package. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. I really like that. And it, 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 obviously I'm quiet because it's awesome. the, the cogs in my brain are, are really running. There's lots of different ways that this can be implemented <laughs> and lots of different specialisms. So what does an ideal client look like for you? I mean, there may be somebody listening who thinks that Kelly, she sounds perfect for me. What, what should people really, what, what prerequisites are you looking for for somebody that you can really deliver for? Well, uh, one side of my business is for Christian entrepreneurs. So if you happen to share the same faith with me, we surely can chat. Uh, but also, but the other side of my business is I don't, I mean, I don't mind. Actually, general, general speaking, I don't mind that whatever your belief or faith is, it's uh, yeah. I serve people, bottom line. But there are some criteria. Uh, if you really go to, I can talk about now, but if you guys want to look at some uh uh, kick-ass copy, you can go to my uh, website to see. And it is kick-ass copy. You really should. <laughs> so 
I, I remember the uh, part of a copy I said that I basically, I, I first sentence, I said, I'm not for everyone. And I meant that. Uh, what I mean is I'm looking for a person uh, that you are truly committed uh, your own success, yeah. right? Uh, because if you commit, I'm com- I committed. Because I know I'm committed. Uh, so that's number one. Number two, it's that uh, you, you know, the humility. I did not say exactly that on my website, but that's what I meant. Meaning, we all know that whatever got you here, you obviously did not get you there. You want to go. Therefore, you are seeking help. Yeah. And it, the thing is, if you are seeking help, sometimes when you come to the coaching environment or consulting environment, and, you know, when you, the one you hire, you say, well, I know that already. You might know already the information, the problem is you probably haven't applied it properly. Yes. Knowing is easy. Doing is hard. Yes. So if you truly hire an expert, a coach or so, then do what they say. Otherwise, why you spend the money? Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> and then another criteria is uh, obviously you got to be an action taker, right? Uh, uh, that's why they call me butt kicker coach. I will kick you from the real end. <laughs> but very, very lovingly, they will also say that uh, because in the end of the day, you won't have the result, right? And uh, among my consulting and coaching clients, I mean, obviously, if you go to my website, they, you see a lot of results. But those things result, I can tell you, is not because of they did not know certain strategies already or whatever. Most of them, they got the result they didn't get before they work with me. It's because the totally mindset shift. Yeah. And back to a while back in this interview, we talk about entrepreneurship. It's an inner game. And if you work with me, I will not be afraid to tell you what it is. But I also will have a compassion to resonate with you where you are. That's another thing because there's no one box fits all. There's no one formula fits all. Yeah. You gotta work with your current season of life, your priority in life. Otherwise, it won't work. Kelly, this has been really, really great. I didn't really know which direction we were gonna go, but there's so much value in this chat. I could go on probably for the rest of the day. <laughs> um, but you've been very, very generous with your time, and I don't want to take too much more. How can people connect with you if if they want to? And bear in mind, anybody that's listening. Kelly is very generous on our website. There's lots of really good stuff there. You probably want to connect with Kelly. So how can they do that? Thank you, Bob. I think uh, you can go to, you can, a couple of ways, you can go to the podcast. Uh, podcast is a Christian CEO uh, podcast. Uh, but don't worry, uh, even you are not, if you are not Christians, I mean, because I interview all the industry influencers in the online marketing world. So. And you really, really do. You're not kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff Lee Dumas. <laughs> Um, Chris Tucker, Mark, um, Mark Schaefer. Yes. Oh my God. Yeah. I mean, yeah. seriously. Yeah. He said I'm his favorite Swiss people. I guess I'm the only Swiss people he knows. <laughs> <laughs> but carry on. Sorry. Yeah. Your podcast. No, podcast. Uh, uh, just, uh, you know, go there and then, uh, you know, you can, I'm sure you can learn some, uh, some value from there. Uh, if you want to, I actually, kellybar.com will be, um, uh, 
soon go to different uh, uh, directions uh, changing, but uh, I will keep a link, uh, kellyballer.com forward slash learn. And there are three mm-hmm. gifts there. Um, they can learn how to do uh, storytelling. Uh, they also can learn how to understand their own profit style and different things. So that's a free download right there. If you want to go to grab it, because soon I got to turn them to the pay course. That's a secret. (laughs) So go to get there, uh, kellybala.com forward slash learn. And if for those of people really curious about uh, my, what's this girl? Uh, She sounds funny because she has so messed up accent, but she's (laughs) she's passionate about a lot of stuff. So you can go to uh, Amazon and uh, my book in 2012 got a bestseller called A Little Girl Called Grace. And that's my personal story. Kelly, thanks so much. I really, I'd love to speak to you again sometime on the podcast, but for today, thanks and see you, speak to you soon. Sure, thank you, Bob. Kelly is one of the most authentically generous people I've spoken to. She doesn't pull her punches and very much walks the talk. I think she's a great role model, not only in how she approaches business or marketing, but life and relationships. If you run a small or solo practice related to digital marketing, then I'd love you to get in touch. I'm really keen to interview listeners for the podcast. So no matter what stage your business is at, get in touch and let's have a conversation. Before you go, take a second to subscribe through your podcast player so you don't miss the next episode. My name's Bob Gentle. Thanks again to Kelly for making the time for me and for you, and to you for listening. See you next time.